Thank you so much, Will. We have three very interesting uh, discussants with us, and I look forward to introducing the first one, and this is Louise Fox, who is Chief Economist at USAID. Louise, welcome back to IFPRI, and we look forward to your comments. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Rahul, and, and it's great to be back at IFPRI. So I'm always happy that IFPRI has, uh, invites me back. Um, and it's great to see some old friends again, uh, and some new ones as well. Sorry. Uh, I don't have slides, so that's probably why I'm screwing things up. Uh, should I put this down, maybe? And then I don't touch it when I... All right, there we go. Um, first of all, I want to say that I really like the presentation and the paper a lot. Uh, you may not know that this is not my first time hearing it. I actually invited um, Will to present it at USAID because I think this is a presentation about economics but in English, which is not always so common among economists. And my aid colleagues, uh, I, who have perhaps less of an economic background than many of you in this room, uh, did also really appreciate it. Um, and that's a, uh, so that was great. I think one of the reasons I like this paper is that I think it's very helpful to know where we have been in the current turbulent times. Um, and so I thought that was, uh, this story is highly relevant. Um, and I think that it's highly relevant as we look forward, I think I look forward very hopefully to a whole new generation of agricultural innovations. Um, the previous period that we looked at was also a time of agricultural innovations and I think uh, again the innovations in communications uh, which help bring in uh, more um, information and knowledge faster uh, to the agricultural sector and the agro-food sector as well as um, the bioscience bio interventions of GMO and CRISPR. Um, I think the key role, the role of policies and how important it is uh, really come to the fore. And that's what Will stressed and, you know, as someone who's now working in a donor agency, uh, I would have to agree. Um, and I agree with Will that national protection will not help. Uh, we know that countries uh, will be better off uh, specializing and among countries and possibly even within countries, policies that block this technology instead of enabling it uh, will cause them to lose out. In some cases, like with CRISPR and these genetic modifications, just the policies will be ineffective because the seeds will move anyway. Nobody can tell what they are. So, um, but still, they'll they'll lose out. And so, um, you know, urban governance. I think something that perhaps was not stressed by Will and is not often thought about in this group um, is an issue that's going to be key. Um, in um, enabling the next generation of countries achieve strong agricultural growth, allowing to make strong economic um, transformations. And um, I think urban, urban governance is really necessary to make sure that some of the linkages between the rural and the urban sector that will highlight it as being very important, um, uh, you know, that they actually happen and matter and contribute to growth. Now, in Sub-Saharan Africa, 
there's a big concern with a young population and a high youth share of the labor force. And of course, that high fertility which underlies it is what underlies the sort of pessimistic projections about per capita income growth in sub-Saharan Africa compared to other countries and the possible pulling away in a negative way of sub-Saharan Africa from other countries. Now, of course, there's a lot of heterogeneity. You have countries that are uh, lowering fertility, such as uh, Ethiopia and Rwanda and Kenya and Uganda, versus countries that are not, such as Niger and uh, Uganda. Um, and it's possible that within the continent, these divergence of population uh, growth rates could cause divergence big time in, within sub-Saharan Africa. And I think we need to think about what that combined with new agricultural technologies and different, different agricultural policies might mean. It could mean um, increased intra-regional migration that could lead to tensions and conflicts. Um, especially if agriculture moves ahead a lot faster in some countries um, than others. And I think, so I think that's another thing we need to keep uh, on the horizon um, is a possible divergence between outcomes among developing countries. Um, I still think the question of rural livelihoods is quite important in sub-Saharan Africa because it is the country that will continue to see the rural population grow uh, over the next 20 years. Now the positive things that will emphasize such as um, the continued demand for calories in the form of higher value agricultural products, livestock, fish, dairy, we see that already growing rapidly in sub-Saharan Africa. And in many countries, not just in the cities, but in the rural areas as well. And it's going to be national policies that determine whether this demand is met locally or through imports. If it's met locally, many of us think this provides great opportunities for youth to increase their earnings and to have better employment outcomes, especially those with secondary education, because they can understand the technology and the options. Now, the real question is, to me is the political economy, that, as Will ended with. What are the prospects for a virtuous versus a vicious circle? And Will calls for collective action, especially among developing countries, to prevent protection. And I'm wondering if policymakers really understand the choices that Will is laying out. And I'm wondering how we in the West can help them understand our experience and apply it to their, uh, to their problems. And I mentioned the question of urban governance, and I think um, it could really hinder growth and also perhaps contribute to bad economic uh, policies. And so um, all of us concerned with rural livelihoods cannot take the ball off that urban uh, sector. So I just want to conclude with the idea that getting the focus at right on policies uh, and urban and rural and linkage issues and globalization and interaction with the globalized economy, I think is a struggle in USAID when we advise, give advice on projects and, and, and policies to countries and I think for other donors. And I think it's um, something we need to spend a lot more time on in the future. Thank you very much.